0: about prayer. (laughs) We are just continuing with prayer. But I am going to focus on praying in the spirit, which is praying in tongues, uh, the power of praying in tongues. So I'll just like to sort of tell you a, a, a small testimony. Um, There was a time, you know, all of us at one time, we all face uh, situations, we all face trials and tribulations, but sometimes there is a time when you you are so overwhelmed that when you look to the north, there is something that is coming, maybe your finances, when you look to the south, there is, you know, the, the issue of children, the issue of sickness, you are completely surrounded. And at that moment when you are completely surrounded, you become so paralyzed, you you, you just don't know what to do. You don't know where to start. You feel so weak, but you'll be desperately in need of help. And sometimes you might even go to other people, but they are not able to help. So there was a time that I went through a situation, and I remember I called one of my relatives, uh, my brother's wife. Back home in Botswana, and then I was like, you know, I just don't know what to do. I feel so overwhelmed. So she, she said to me, I want you to just, you know, go before the Lord and just pray in tongues for two hours nonstop. I said, "To pray in tongues for two hours nonstop? I have never been able to, you know, to do that. Then she said to me, just try it, because right now, you, you are not able. You, you are just, I can even tell that, you know. you you, you are so overwhelmed. So I did go, but I didn't go for two hours. But you know what? After that, you feel so revived. You feel so powerful. You are not able even to explain why. So before we sort of go into the topic, I just want to, um, I want for us to just walk this journey together and I want us to um, just see the origins of tongues so that you may be able to, to, to really understand. I know you know this and we always do this, but uh, God just replaced this topic upon me and I made a sort of a research more into it and uh, I just want to share since this is the year for us to fellowship together, to eat together, to pray together, of which are. Uh, praying in tongues is one of the things that we we, we need to do and we need to really understand when we are doing it. So um, if uh, someone can just open to me uh, the book of Acts chapter 2 verses 1 Acts chapter 2 verses 1 to 2 and then verses 7 Anyone who is there? Acts chapter 2 verses um. One. Acts fifty-two verses 1. 1 to 2, yeah. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, a sound came from heaven like a rushing by the wind, and it filled the whole house they were sitting. Verse 7. They were completely astonished. Uh, verse 1 and 2. Um, they appeared. and okay. a... three. They yeah. appeared to them tongues resembling fire. Which were being distributed among them, and they rested on each one of them as each person received the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. This is 7 to Mm -hmm. 9. They were completely astonished, saying, Look, are not all of these who are speaking Galileans? And then, how is it that each of us gives in our own language or native dialect? Among us, there are Parthians, Mediz, Alame for yeah, this just Yeah, uh, just, okay. It's all right. Those were the different languages. So uh, the origin of tongues, we know when uh, the coming of the promise that when Jesus ascended to heaven, uh, he said that you should wait for the helper, our helper, the advocate, the Holy Spirit. So like praying in tongues is linked to that. The origins of trans. So all the disciples, and it's actually believed that uh, there were about 120 in the upper room. They were waiting. They were in unity. They were in one accord. They were hungry. They were first waiting for this promise that Jesus had told them that I better go. You need the Holy Spirit. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So they were waiting, but they didn't know when or what hour, what time, which day. But it is believed also that they came after 10 days, that when this this came, and a sound, a sound which was from heaven, that actually shook the whole area, came and it rested upon the the upper room, and they started speaking in tongues. So they were praying, but when they were praying, they themselves did not understand what they were saying. They didn't know what they were saying. But during the day of Pentecost, the the Jews used to to gather and Jews from all over the world would come to celebrate this. So Jews who who spoke different languages were there. So what happened, what amazed them was that those Jews, when they had they rushed and then they had ah, this one is speaking my language. This one is speaking French. This one is speaking uh, Spanish. This one is speaking Sean. This one is speaking Libby. How come? But these people are Galanians. These people are English and we've never heard them speak English. So, and then they say, these are the wonders of God. And some thought actually that they were drunk. Mm. But the thing is, when we are praying in tongues, we are praying in a language that is a heavenly language. The language that is only understood by your spirit and the spirit of God. You yourself, you don't understand it, you don't know it, you don't know what you are saying. But the power and the beauty of this type of language is that the devil, it causes confusion in the camp of the devil. The devil does not know what you are saying. Unlike when you are praying straight in English language, or you are praying in Shona, or you are praying using the, 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 the right words, the devil may be able to capture, as we had when we were doing Bible study, that the prayers of Daniel, the prince of Persia, was able to, you know hold the prayers holding the answers but when you go and pray in the spirit your answers are dispatched immediately your, ans- your answers you know god will answer because it is spirit to spirit why because the spirit it searches all things the spirit knows what you don't know about your future the spirit knows what you need tomorrow the spirit knows so you need to invest time praying in tongues, as you invest the time praying in tongues, you are laying out, you are downloading the resources of heaven that you do not know for yourself. This can be your future husband. This can be, you know, a a business that you want to start that you don't even know you are able to start. It can be anything that is defining your life. Not only that, you know, sometimes you can struggle with certain things like anger, You can struggle with certain things like bitterness. You can struggle with things that you'll be trying even if you pray, you can't. But when you pray in tongues, what happens is that you are purified. You are are cleansed without you noticing and realizing. Why? Because the Spirit will be advocating on your behalf. I will just go to, 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 to Scripture in Romans chapter... Sorry, I've been writing here and there. Okay, if we um, somebody goes to um, Romans chapter eight verses twenty six to twenty seven. Romans chapter eight verses twenty six to twenty seven chapter 8 verse 26, Likewise the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will. Yes, Romans chapter 8 verses 26 to 27. Likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know how to pray. When we are faced with this situation, we do not know how to pray. And what we should pray for. For what? Sorry. And what we should pray for as we ought to. But the spirit himself makes intercessions for us with the groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he searches the heart Now he who searches the heart Knows what the mind of the spirit is Because he makes intercession For saints according To the will of God We're talking that sometimes When you pray according to the will of God When we're studying in Bible study But if you you pray in tongues now You know the spirit of God Knows the will of God for your life Um, When I was just Researching about this um, um, I just um, found this article where they were talking about some boduahs who didn't really understand what is this and this person was a, a, not a Christian but there are people who always want to research and try to find out things and dig about things so this person went to a place where people were having a prayer meeting and then put a. a and these people were praying in tongues so he recorded he recorded uh, the people while they were praying and then he took the cassette and he went where they studied languages, where they studied languages. And so when it was taken to the lab where they studied languages, then um, they realized that these people who were praying, they were able to identify, just like what happened at the day of Pentecost, that this one was pray, praying in French, this one. And all of them, they were praying, is either they were worshiping God or they were prophesying into somebody. And this person was a non-Christian. So this person, that uh, cassette actually made him to, 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 you know, end up, you know, becoming a Christian and he tends to be a Christian. And then they say the other thing, uh, there was a study when people were praying in tongues. For us to actually prove that it was spirit to spirit. When somebody was praying using the ordinary language, when they were studying the mind, something was recording to show that the mind was, was active. But when people were praying in the spirit, nothing was recorded. Showing that it is a spirit to spirit. Your spirit made and God's spirit made. This is how powerful it is. Wow. And somebody was praying in tongues. They said that when they were young, they were just praying in tongues. And he said, I just didn't want to marry an ordinary person because I just didn't want to my life, you know, to be, you know a life which is affected by marriage or something. So he said that he started praying and praying and he would spend hours and hours praying in tongues, praying in tongues. So one day the spirit of God just dropped a name to say the person that you are going to name will be called Anna. Just like that. So he said, I knew and I knew that if I meet anyone who so happens to be wanting to be close to me, and if that person is not an Anna, then, I'm not going to marry that person. So he says, as he continued to do his work, uh, he had a dream prior to that, as if he was having a wedding and everything. So the following, following, the following weeks, he went to church. So when he went to church, he met a lady. And then they were chatting and talking. So this lady mentioned the name like maybe Priscilla, for example, and then they said, ah, maybe this is not the right person. But it so happened that as they were chatting, you realized that this person was called Anna Priscilla, Sorry, so the first name was Anna. So he said, I knew that this is the person, and I married that person, we are happily married. So, especially you young ones, this is your opportunity. You have to invest time praying in tongues, preparing the speech, preparing, because some of us, we didn't know it. We never had this information when we were young. We we got to know it, but it's never too late. But if you want to define your own destiny, you don't know the language to use. You don't know where to start. You want your future marriage. Don't spend 30 minutes. Don't spend one hour, even the whole day, up to six hours. Just spend time with God, and just speak in another language. You will fight. Everything that comes from your family side, that is blocking you wow. from getting your testing. Yeah. Praying in another language, the language that the devil doesn't know. You will see yourself that, you know, somebody testified that I never knew that I was going to be in the broadcasting ministry. I, and I never even dreamed about it. Yet that was the breakthrough of his life. But I invested time praying in tongues and then I was forced sometimes you'd be forced in a situation where you don't know yet that's where your breakthrough is God would have already you know, lined it up for you as you were praying in tongues spirit to spirit and it was saying all things that you don't know, you don't understand, you don't you know, praying in tongues so I'll just uh, I'll, uh, continue with my message and um, some of the uses. I have, I have, uh, maybe I might even repeat myself, but I just want it to flow the, the way I have uh, retained it. So praying in tongues is for devotional use. First Corinthians chapter 14 verses 2 says, for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries, or oh, he is talking of divine secrets in the spirit. Paul is talking about an individual. This individual is a spirit-filled believer, employing the use of tongues in his prayer life. Through speaking in tongues, you can pray out the plan of God for your life by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lifts up your needs before the Father. He knows you better than anyone knows you. He knows you better than yourself He knows your needs, He knows your desires He knows your failures, your potentials Your gifts and your strength yeah. And He can pray for you constantly Yes, it's wonderful to have mighty servants of God to pray over us, but the Holy Spirit wants to lay hands on you him, upon himself yeah. The Holy Spirit wants to The Holy Spirit prays prayers that are so deep they are so effective they cannot be expressed in words. The truth and the power behind his every prayer for you are so abundant that they cannot fit into expression of human breath. That's why speaking in tongues is the key. The Father understands the Holy Spirit prayers. There is no deeper communion, communion between you and the Father than the spirit to spirit intercession that occurs within your inner being. The Holy Spirit pleads for you in harmony with God's own will. This means that he prays. His prayers help cause you to become who God wants you to become. His prayers strengthen your willingness to obey. They heighten your faith to believe and increase your desire to know God. All that God wills for you through you is made manifest in the Holy Spirit through the prayers of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So he is our mighty intercessor. And then we We also pray in tongues for spiritual edification. Mm -hmm. Tongues are also used as a means of spiritual edification. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 4 reads, it says, he that speaketh in an unknown language edifies himself. To edify it means you build up yourself. You build up yourself. And then um, three, in worshipping God. So speaking in tongues is a supernatural way to magnify God. And um, concerning, uh, this is in Acts chapter 10, verses 46. Concerning Cornelius and his household, when they began to speak with tongues and magnify God, and also, if we go to the book of Revelations, chapter 1, verses 9 to 10, when John, John was on the Greek island of Pasmos, I don't know how to, 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 to pronounce it well. It reads, I, John, am your brother and your partner in suffering and in God's kingdom and in patience and endurance to which Jesus Christ called us. I was exiled to the island of Patmos for preaching the word of God and for my testimony about Jesus. It was the Lord's day. I was worshiping in the spirit. I had behind me a, a I heard behind me a loud voice like trumpet blast. John was worshiping in the spirit, just like now we have the time of worship, and we say that uh, it is time for us to worship God. Let us worship in the spirit. So. John was worshipping God, speaking in tongues, worshipping, singing, speaking in tongues. As he was doing that, he was given a revelation. Uh, this actually led to him to write a, I think part of the, the book of Revelation. After that, God gave him a, a big a vision. So don't take it lightly when you are sitting here in church and when you are saying, let's start worshipping God, let's speak in another tongue, let's worship know in in, in spirit so we need to do that because you never know that's why we are doing that we are going to be given a vision for your your future whatever it is it can be your business or you can be the first person to to start the first something that we don't yet know somebody discovered an iphone that we we never even knew so you know god has got so many treasures that we, we, we don't even know But as children of God, we have that opportunity. We know it that we can can download the resources of heaven and we can get them. We can can be famous or popular through something by just merely spending quality time worshipping him in tongues. And then also worshipping in tongues. Yeah, it is the doorway to the supernatural. Speaking in tongues is the doorway into all spiritual gifts. We know the different spiritual gifts that are mentioned in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14 as you go on. We have got different spiritual gifts. Each and every one of us, we have a gift that God has given us. God has given us, He has created us for a purpose. There is no person who cannot do nothing in the house of God. We've always got something that we do in the house of God that we even know, some are present worshippers, some they are prophets, some, you know, we, are, we all have different spiritual gifts that we have, and we need to use them for the edification of the body of Christ. These gifts are not ours. We're supposed to, to edify each other as we come and worship, but sometimes you might have a spiritual gift that you don't even know. So the only way sometimes you can discover this is through worshiping in tongues as you worship in tongues in the spirit that when you might realize that i'm not only a a present worshiper i'm also in intercess i'm also a preacher i'm also but this cannot just come if you are not setting it if you are not spending internet time with god if you are not worshiping god so you 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 dig it is a doorway into the supernatural and then um Okay, uh, in Matthew chapter um, 3 verses 11 to 12 We see here uh, John the Baptist So John the Baptist is saying um, He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire His willow in fed in his hand And he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor And gather his wheat into the barn But burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire so as I was saying that you know uh, in Romans chapter eight verses twelve to thirteen it says therefore brethren we are debtors not to be the flesh but to live according to the flesh for if we if you you have sorry what did I get? if you okay if you live according to the flesh you will die but if you live according to the Spirit. You put the deeds of the body and you will live. Can somebody, I was writing it in the night to I think my handwriting was also sleeping in. <laughs> so, what I'm saying here is uh, linking these two scriptures. One of the things that actually is uh, making us not to progress in life is because of our fleshly needs. We need to die to the flesh, the desires of our flesh. Um, For example, I might say on a Sunday morning, I just want to go to church, but at the same time, I feel, ah, I want to sleep. Or maybe I decide, ah, maybe there is a party. Or you go to a party on Saturday, and then when you go to a party on Saturday, you stay until maybe 3 a.m. Then in the morning, now you are struggling. For you now to put things that are priority... You 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 are pleasing the flesh. You want to sleep. You know even the, the disciples of Jesus they struggled with that. When Jesus was praying, yeah, they said that the spirit. Jesus said that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So the flesh is the one that actually brings us down. Even things like pride. That you know you you find you face challenges in life. Maybe at your workplace or at home or between husband and wife. But because of pride, you say no. You can't do this to me and the flesh takes over. But if you are a person who always edifies themselves, if you are a person who always, you know, stays in the presence of God and you you you, you, you pray in tongues, it means that, you know, you are going to put all the things off the flesh. You find it just happens automatically. There is no push. There is nothing. Or you're going through a situation where people are expecting you to be crying and morning. You are at peace. You are happy. You have got the joy. And the joy that you can't even, you are not able to define it yourself. You, you Your, your bank account is registered in zero. There is no food in the fridge. But you are just saying that the word of God says, you know, if he's able to feed the bed of the air, how much more of me? He's going to supply his needs. And it's just like, you know, nothing is happening. Why? Because you are spending time, quality time with God, praying, worshiping in church. You'll be able to. It's like nothing has happened. Hmm? You have lost your loved one. But you are able to stand. And you know, to, to deal with the situations. To, to remain positive. It's because, you know, all the, the, the unquenchable fire of the Holy Spirit comes and bends all the shaft, It removes everything. Because John the Baptist was saying that, I'm going to baptize you in water. But one might happen in me whose lashes of shoes I'm not uh, unable to. He is going to baptize me with the Holy Spirit and with the fire. With fire. fire. So, you know, we must yearn for this fire. We must, you know, we, we must invest in this fire. Okay. Believing, as we were saying, and trusting that God can do it for us. You young ones, I was just visualizing you to say that this message, I want these young ones to know about this time. Chido, you flying by your own air <laughs> Because you have spent quality time with God. You must do mighty things. Here in Australia, people must see, they must see that you are called the children of God. They must see. You know what? Desire to say that you are going to worship that God. You need to invest time. Even when you are coming from work, shaka-tata, rika-shika, rimaka-tata rush as you drive as you drive home start to watch i do it because sometimes maybe i'm i are, i do not i'm not going to have thousands of things like that but as i Rikata, i'm not playing. i'm speaking to god i put my heart to god and i start defining my destiny i start defining my day not my own way but god's own way and you see that God will stand in you. Sometimes you take a step that you, you were not even prepared to, but it's, it's a step that is positive towards what you have. I don't know whether you understand what I'm trying to say, that it happens and you say, ah, I never even, or you go to, to Epping and you, you, you were not planning for something and a breakthrough or something just happens, which you had not planned for. It's because God would have defined a testing for you. So, um, you know, this is my short message that I have for you. But we just want to stand up. As we stand up, we want to, you know, pray. We want to pray in another time. We just want to practice and pray in another time. And if there is anyone who wants prayer or anything... We can pray together here, but we just want to go before the Lord. Let's just pray and just then God. Praying in another time. Rakasha karama kattarika shivavarika tam rizattarika toto toto rakasha karama kattarika. Rita tata ni makasha ni kata tara kashi kara tata raba koto tora kashi baba kata. tari kashi ka. Ko to to ri kashi kara kaza, ritsa taria ba ko to to ri kashi baba raka tara kaza, ritsa tarashi mama ri kaza, ritsa taria ba ko to raka shi baba ri kaza tara kasha kara kaza, kashi kara kaza, ritsa kasha raba baba. As we cancer, Lord, we thank you. We glorify your holy name almighty God. We glorify your holy name to you. We praise you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. And if there's no one um, who wants to be prayed for, uh, if there's anyone who has not received Jesus Christ, Personal Savior, for you to be able, you know, to move in this um a spirit and to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, you should have said yes to Jesus. So if there's anyone who has not said yes to Jesus, this is your opportunity to come forward and um you can be led into a prayer to receive Jesus. We thank God that we are all saved. And uh, by the way, and I just reminded, one of the greatest things that we need to do is to win souls, you know. So as you pray in tongues, you are empowered. The disciples of Jesus, you know, Peter, and the rest of the disciples, before they received the the promise of the Holy Spirit, they didn't have that boldness. But after they had received and they had prayed, prayed in other tongues, they empowered witness. They were not afraid even to die able to witness so one of the things that you also need here you know jesus but we are supposed to go out there and witness we are supposed to go in there the shopping centers and speak about jesus it's one of the greatest blessings that we can ever you know do so as we pray in tongues, god will empower us to be able to do that Thank